Wait, shit. All right. Couch Guy Sports Podcast episode episode no. 22. <laughs> Presented by Couch Guy Sports. All right, Nick, <laughs> Nick, 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 go ahead. You can have it for this week. Oh. Because he'll, he you will be back what? for the next like four, four, another four yeah, months. Yeah, exactly. So he'll like, be gone for six months. We're leaving. You guys, soon, you guys, you guys said, come on the show tonight. All right. Yeah, I want you here. I, I want you here. <laughs> Listen, I want to be here. Okay. All right. But there's just, there's just things that you have to do. There's just work that has to get done. Listen, I, I, I Mac, Mac, guys, Mac Jones starting quarterback. Oh no, we're not. Oh no, no. Listen, listen, if we're going to, we're, if we're going to get rolling here, we're just going to everything. Just dump it on me. Come on. Fight me, pal. I mean, just the, the fight's I'm just already kidding. won. I'm just the, kidding. The you you lost in the first round, pal. You're up number three to one. You're done. I didn't lose. That doesn't mean that does not mean I lost shit. No, you you lost. You just, lost just, this fight faster than Tyron Woodley to fucking Paul. Yeah, take that, the L. That went that went the distance. Take, See, take listen, the L. guys. I mean, take I would have understood if you went Ben Askren. You know, that's a full. That's a knockout. Listen, take this. And just accept it. Then we can move on. We'll talk about all the oh, great things. Declared, you just Patriots. declared that I lost. It does that means that means I lost the argument. All right, guys. The show obviously. I've missed doing this. <laughs> Presented by our friends over at Manscaped. Guys, listen up. And that's right. Now you guys have to listen to me talk for the next now two minutes. Summer's here. Are you ready to unveil? Your beach bod. You're in luck. And by the way, I have not read this once. You're in luck. Our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right before 4.0. Compliment your summer bod with the with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. The sun is shining and calling your name, fellas. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guys summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off with free shipping using the code. Couch guy 20. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, that's right. I remembered it. Guys, listen, I've talked about this story a million times on the show. A million times. Me when too. I I've talked about it for you. You've told everyone. Jared's done a great job. I, I bring it up every week. Any ad read you've ever had. I'm just saying. Listen, I clipped my nuts you had when clipped I was the other nut. If only you have clipped the other nut, you wouldn't I clipped have been one. half the show. I clipped one nut when I was younger. And if I, if I had the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, it wouldn't have happened. It's a phenomenal product. Guys, it's time to bundle up with Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. First off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is insane, and I dare say the goat of ball trimmers question mark yeah i said it their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology the lawnmower 4.0 has a 7000 rpm motor a new multi-function on and off switch can engage a travel lock and give you the ability to turn that 4000 k led spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shape which is huge in the shower. I don't have a light in my shower. That is massive in the shower. Did I mention that this trimmer is waterproof too? Shower. In the shower or in the wild, if you're in a lake, and from your chest pubes all the way down to your ball fro, the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best trimmer for you. 
wants to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. The Weed Whacker... The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses 9,000 RPM motor power, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and ear trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations before heading outside. Use the Crop Preserver Ball deodorant to keep you on your game in the heat. Then after trimming your lawn and whacking the weeds in the heat, give your beach balls a boost and use the crop reviver manscaped even threw in two free gifts in their performance package 4.0 the manscaped boxers and shed travel bag bring your comfort and boxers to another level now this is when you listen up guys tune back in get 20 percent off with free shipping use the code couchguy20 at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping using the code couchguy20 at manscaped.com escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with manscaped I don't know who melted down worse. You with that ad read or the Red Sox with their bullpen? Because that, that was Where was the meltdown? You guys just, you guys just say shit. Words just come out of your mouth. I gotta tell no you no meeting. Nothing. Buddy, Nothing. I gotta tell you. I, I gotta tell you. I just felt like Shaq just mumbled my fucking eulogy at, at a funeral. I, I that was brutal. That was I brutal. think he was fine. I'm on I'm on Quacks on this one. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, oh, I would I would have rather watch it. I would have rather watch you nick your other fucking nut. That was pretty good. And then, you know, that's that's I'm, a weird request. I'm emulating the Mets <laughs> right now. This is all we're doing right now. I'm hobby biasing you right now. Yeah, guys, yeah, the, the thumbs down. Guys, Malcolm Butler retired. He's I thought he was thinking about it. No, no he retired. A, it's official now. Oh, it's, it's official now. now. He's retired, yeah. Yeah. Sad. That's I crazy. Hope, I hope he's doing okay. I hope whatever's going on in his life, I hope he's doing okay. Um you know, Diego didn't want to talk about this because he didn't want to be sad. But real quick before we get into Cam Newton and Mac Jones, man, the Red Sox, guys, I have not talked about this. I've not had a chance to talk to you guys about this. I know we've texted a couple of times, but my goodness, what a meltdown. What an absolute meltdown. And I don't think I ever had the chance to say it on this show, but I was telling people before, and I swear to, I swear to God, I was. Matt Barnes, who I like as a relief pitcher, this man cannot be your permanent closer. He just can't be. We've seen, we've seen this for years. He goes on tears where he is electric, where he's one of your best relief pitchers, but then he falls apart, and then he, he gets hot and cold. You can't have that with your closer. I mean, who would you rather have, Ryan Brazier? I know you love him. I would rather them do – I would have rather Heimblum have done something at the trade deadline. Well, duh. Yeah, I think Craig, everybody Craig knows Kimbrell, that at this point. Craig Kimbrell, too much. You know, I, I don't blame him for not for not spending what the White Sox did on Craig Kimbrell. But I mean, come on, Matty B, Matty Barnes, what are we doing? The bullpen in general, what are we doing? And now everybody's got COVID. Now COVID is just wreaking havoc. It's yeah, a brutal it, time for the Red Sox. It's it's the perfect ending to this absolute crap storm that's going on. Because they overachieved in the first half. They faltered in August. Jared and I, Jared knows the number. We know the number that we have to hit. But Give me 81 so, wins, baby. Just 81. We need just six 81 more. 81 wins. Six more. But it just solidifies. Did you guys, did you guys bet on that? Did you? Oh, beginning games? of the year. Beginning of the year. Yep. Hit the over. Yep. 
And I would have hammered that too. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's just, it's just the, it's the cherry on top of the cake or whatever you want to call it. It's literally just that final piece. So now they're probably going to follow the wild card. Oakland's probably going to catch him. Seattle might even make it a race with Oakland. This Red Sox team, I'm sorry, but I just don't see it happening right now unless everybody is not contaminated with COVID, which that's not the case. So I said the COVID thing is what makes us worse. Like they've sucked, but they were still what two two and a half games up on the A's for that second wild card spot. You would have only two behind the Yankees for the first spot. And so I'm saying, but like with the COVID stuff, now you're like relying on God knows who to play on top of sucking in the bullpen. And now it's like, okay, now what are you going to, and now you're playing the Rays again, who are going to sweep you in this series. So like it, the bullpen has issues. Adam Adamino is like, is like your best op- option to close right now. And even he's been shaky. So like, and they won't do Garrett Whitlock because God forbid they actually use Garrett Whitlock like they should. So <laughs> they have Brad Peacock starting tonight. Yeah. Oh my God, they, dude. That was, they tried that was for the Peacock most and now he's signing ever. And now he's starting. They traded for oh. him, and now he's starting. He's been in the minor leagues. ERA in the minors has been over six, I think. And Seven point six eight. Yeah. Just so. And now he's clear. and now he's starting tonight against the, the Rays. Single dumbest thing that, that's ever been done. There's there's been a lot of dumb, but Diego, you might be onto something there, pal. It's pretty bad. That that is brutal. Starting standing at Peacock, like ERA is just in the minors. When they Never mind were what's going to be in the freaking actual, like, majors. Especially against the Rays. When they were up last week 9-3, to three, I knew that lead was not safe. There's there's no safe lead with this team. None. What year, what year was it? The year that was like the wheel of rotating gutless bums in the bullpen. It wasn't last year. I think it was um, 19. Was it 19? Pretty this sure. This feels like again. Like, who can you put in? Like, who are we going to trust? Like, actually, like Joe Kelly was still I here. Think that like, was, it, I think that might have been. Was that, was that 18? Was that it might have actually, actually been 18. Yeah, I think that was 2018. And holy crap, does that does it suck? Actually, this so not- team this team is giving me massive Bobby Valentine Day vibes, especially after this trade deadline that went on and we didn't really make as many moves as maybe we should have done. Like it just feels a hundred percent Valentine Day. The worst. It's just like get me the fuck out of the season now, so we can really rebuild next year and really have something to contend with because I mean I, I even said it before the show started. There was no true expectations for this team at all. The no, fact that we had you didn't nope you didn't say that. Cam Newton and the New England Patriots. Oh oh Nick you have a worse decision than eighth and else in life. You literally I, you're you just made a bad decision. And I don't why? like to to boost his you're gonna see in a minute. But I don't like to boost his ego, but you're about to get trounced. Jared knows it, too. He's smirking down there like a little schoolgirl because he knows what's coming next. You're in oh. trouble, pal. Oh, what's coming? You're going to see. Just go on. I just don't know what you mean. And, like, and you know, I mean, I better get dragged. Like, that's... Oh, you're... <laughs> like, I don't know. The way that you keep talking this up, I better get dragged. Oh, you're going to. You're... You're... <laughs> you're... Oh. You knew in. Cut. From the New England Patriots today. Cut. And credit to Jared. I texted him this today. Credit to Jared. Jared has been uh, all about this now since really, what, two months? Since he was drafted. Since he, since was, he drafted. was drafted. Yeah, yeah, you've been- yeah Jared, was big, Jared was big on Mac Jones since he was drafted. And you know yeah. what? As he should be. Mac Jones stepped up immediately and looked like he belonged. So Cam Newton cut 
Mac Jones, your quarterback one, we assume, unless something else wild happens. Uh, Brian Hoyer, right before we jumped on the show, Brian Hoyer also got cut, but uh, we, I guess we could talk about that one right now. Brian Hoyer, I'm assuming, is going to be back. They, they definitely did it to, like, they got to take Harry and these guys, but they're going to put them on the IR, right? Yeah, so they, they have to be down to a certain amount of people today. So Brian Hoyer is going to be back. Yeah, he'll be back after they do the IR transaction with Harry and stuff like that. Unless there's another trade come down the line like Gardner Minshew. Wouldn't be the worst option as a backup QB. No, Guys, it would. don't be surprised if they just ride with Hoyer. Like I th- that's I, that's what I think. They, they love Brian Hoyer in this town, and they believe in him to be the backup quarterback. If Matt gets for no absolute reason either, they there's no reason to believe in Hoyer. I don't know why, but because he's not the starting quarterback. And this was and like this was this was my confusion earlier in the group chat. So this is basically why I'm on the show. Uh, Diego is very Diego's very <laughs> upset. Huh? Nothing. Keep going. Just go. Go. Diego is very upset that the Patriots don't have a QB one as their backup. And that's what I want to know. What is what who do you want as the backup quarterback? So I think explain 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 to the listeners what I'm talking about. Sure, sure, absolutely. So we had a back and forth on the chat and um I was upset about obviously not having a, a decent backup plan for a quarterback position. Um, and the reason why I say that was because before this, before these cuts were made and before these decisions were made, it was pretty clear to Patriots fans that the quarterback position this year at least was well taken care of, whether it was Kim Newton starting or Mac Jones starting, but both of them being available for the team should any of them go down or should any of them need to be replaced. People were betting on Ken Newton being done with the job after week four, after losing to Tom Brady. People were thinking he won't even make it through week five. That's fine as well. Mac Jones coming in throughout the season, maybe week four, maybe week five, whatever. I was content with either decision because I was actually very happy with both quarterbacks. The reason why I'm so discontent with not having a decent backup quarterback is because we saw what happened last season. We saw what happened when Jared Stidham, who was, you know, super hyped up by the media last year, thinking that this kid is the future, Stid the kid, you know, he's got he's got the arm. Oh my God, you should see him in practice. Yada yada yada. You know, fucking big steamer to my face if Jared Stidham isn't the one fucking starting. Yet he was not the one starting. The the Patriots were forced to make a move literally right before the freaking season started for Cam Newton. Somebody who didn't even get to even go to training camp or whatever, but we all know all of that, all that story, anyways. Um, now we now we don't have a back quarterback, to be realistically honest. Stidham is recovering from an injury that that he that he's dealt with and, and from a from a surgery that he's been dealing with. Um, you no longer have Brian Horror as a backup quarterback, and you know that that's a transaction that whether it could be small term or long term that still forces the Patriots to be thinking about a potential move. I say, yeah, wouldn't you need, think though you that need... like they, they, they loved Stidham enough. I still think they do. Like, wouldn't you think they might just have Hoyer and then like Stidham's supposed to come back at the end of the season? Like just like have those three and that's it. Like, I, I don't think they're caring. See, to but, go but get even Gardner even, Minshew or like Ryan Fitzpatrick or Jimmy, but even, even, like, I don't even with that, Jared, even with that, Jared, we dealt with that last season when Jared Stidham needed to step up. He connected maybe with one pass that Nikhil Harry got lucky to lucky to have that uh, have that catch. Other than that, 
we really didn't see much of Jared Stidham. Brian Horner, he got the nod to start against the Kansas City Chiefs, and we all remember that disaster. Well, so it's want, like, like, like who, who would make? I, I will, that's, that's my I, question. I would who do you want? want I would want somebody QB who's two. young. I would want somebody who's young and who is reliable and who can actually <clears throat> fulfill the, the role when needed. When we looked at when we look at our backup quarterback positions in the past, think of Tom Brady when he had Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. Garoppolo went down, but still Jacoby Brissett was able to come in and be a healthy option for the Patriots, who still were making a playoff run this year. The way that I look at this team, it looks to me that they are at least wanting to make wanting to make a playoff run. You can't make a playoff run if, God forbid, the Mac Jones actually gets hurt, which unfortunately he's dealing with this nagging pain that he's been dealing in his knee, which I hope it doesn't result to am something I, bigger. Am I missing something but, there? Because I don't think he actually is. You are because he's, he's had he he's had preseason he was... he's had preseason games where he's gotten knocked and he's ha- had to get up and he's gotten up very gingerly and very gimpy. If you yeah, haven't we, watched any of the preseason that. You're games, just assuming. No, we'll sir. Yeah, I no, think sir. I'm not, I'm not assuming the, at all. Well, the big, I'm not the assuming thing. at all. I think you look are. Look at the preseason. Look at the preseason games and actually go back and look at the replays. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly. So then don't act like don't act like I'm making it up. I don't think you're making it up, but you, I but also you just don't. Said, you just said you had no idea what I'm you, talking you about. Called, now you you're telling it, me that you, you called did it a watch nagging. It. You called it a nagging injury based because off of just wearing a, a slow getting up. All right, ladies. All right, ladies. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The training camps in now. Hold on. Hold on a second. Yeah, he said he's so this is so this is where after looking back at the group chat, this is where I kind of see this issue going in both directions. I get what Diego's saying because if Mac Jones does go down. Right now, your backup plan is Brian Hoyer until Stidham comes back. If you're a Patriots fan, you remember, correct, you remember last year when Cam had COVID and then Hoyer came in and didn't and started ahead of Stidham, we saw how much of a disaster that was, even with the Patriots defense playing well against one of the NFL's top offenses. And, and, but and I'm going to add to this just real quick here, too. Let's not forget how physical this AFC North looks already to be. The I mean, Jets are AFC, stacked up. AFC, 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 yes, thank you. you. Yep. The, the Jets are stacked up their defensively uh, bodies, and they are huge fucking bodies coming at you. The Bills are pretty good defensively as well. In Miami, they're being coached by what used to be, I believe, our defensive Coach, if I'm not mistaken, and Brian he, was, he wasn't defensive coordinator. He was, he was, but he, I think he was, was linebackers coach. Yeah. yeah. But he, he un- like basically, but he like basically title. was and has, and has been building a decent defense for Miami. So it's not like we're, it's not like we're not going to be dealing with somebody who's going to be able to come and hit Cam, I mean, hit Mac where you least expect it to happen and him to go right. down. It's yeah, unfortunate. Really believe he is protected issue, by one of the top really- O lines in the league. Yeah, but really we also saw we hurt? also saw how Isaiah went protected when he, when he needed to in the preseason, and that is not very convincing. If we really believe he was hurt, wouldn't he? They wouldn't he not be the guy right now? If if Mac, if they really believe this, See, issue, I don't, I don't know. He that, wouldn't though. be named the starting quarterback, and all of a sudden everything's good. Like if he actually has a knee issue, then why is Belichick naming him the starter? So uh-huh. see, I don't I, I don't know that though because it seems to me like Mac is actually just underplaying how he really feels with his knee. And just taking the risk and hoping that this okay, thing, Brady wants to go on a torn MCL. Like people can play yeah, you can't. That's that's an unfair comparison. You can't that's compare Brady to any unfair. So I also, on. but so I think thing. it's I think it's unfair too to want them to go get a quarterback who can just supplement in and, and win you games. Because aside from would you name five teams in the chat today? 
there's really nobody else. Like we, you mentioned Kyle Trask. I don't think you can name Kyle Trask. We don't know who Kyle, we don't do, we have no idea what Kyle Trask can do. Jordan Love, we also really don't. I think Jordan Love's a good quarterback. I think he will be a good quarterback. I don't think that he's, I don't think you can officially name him though as like a solid backup. And then we even saw it last year. Like you had Andy Dalton as a backup quarterback for the okay, Cowboys. Let me ask you this. Diego, let me hold, ask on, you. hold on one sec, Diego, because I'm going to ask you a question and it's going to relate to your point. Just okay, to fin- sure. finish my point real quick. Sure. Where I see Quags and Jared's side of it. And let me ask you this, Diego. You say that you want somebody that's preferably a little younger, maybe with some experience, which is totally fine. And I just want to ask you this. Is there anybody that you have in mind that you think would be that perfect role? Because the only quarterback yeah. that I can realistically think of that's a little older but could be a backup is Blake Bortles. And I'm just saying that's how much I little I know about the backup quarterback market. That's why I'm asking you, do yeah. you have somebody no, in no mind? Pro- no problem at all. So right now, um, there, there are some quarterbacks that I'm thinking of. Um, there's one that comes in mind if, if the Patriots were to make a move, if they were thinking of making any moves at all. And that backup quarterback to me would be the likes of Jacoby Brissett because he's not going to get an opportunity in Miami. But he might need to play because he's still in Indy, right? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Carson, Carson Wentz is yeah. on the no, COVID he's in my, He's in Miami. I think oh, Diego's okay. right. I think. Diego's oh, then right. never mind. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's in my, he's but why, Miami. But like that's the thing. Why would they give him up? He's a good backup. There are good he's backups good, to have for sure. He's a good. But he's a good backup. But the Miami not, Dolphins not, also gave up on Ryan Fitzpatrick over Tua because they are that confident over Tua. If you well, were, then, well, if you were, that, that if was you happening were a regardless. Tua, owner right now, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick was not never going to get past that week four last year. Regardless, it was like the same situation as what we thought was going to happen here. But if you were a franchise owner and Tua didn't convince you, and you have a decent quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick, you giving up on Ryan Fitzpatrick? Even after a decent season with Miami? If I don't understand the question. I'm, just, I'm saying to you that Miami Dolphins are notorious for giving up on people unless they have confidence on true young talent. Well, well yeah, they, so have they, believe, they believe right in Tua. Now. That's why. They, Exactly. Right now, they fully are invested in Tua. They believe in Tua, and that's their guy. It's it would not be of any surprise at all for them to want to do a trade deal where we see Jared Stidham be shipped to Miami and Jacoby Brissett be shipped back to. Then, but why if, would they, if you well, want Jacoby Brissett, if why you go, would they do that? I think it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> why not just go to Chicago and say, "Hey, we'll take Nick Foles off your hand." They've been trying to trade Nick that Foles too, for the last sure. three months. That like, too, I wouldn't. Easier. I like, wouldn't mind him either. Another one that I wouldn't mind either is Nick Mullins. The Eagles released him. They let him go over Joe Flacco and over um, sure. and over Gardner. Or what's, or what's the dude's Mullins? name in Washington? What's the quarterback's name in Washington? Not Heineke. Heineke? Heineke? Not not Heineke. The other one, Allen. Allen. Yeah. Why not bring Allen here? Al- Patriots tried to get Allen the year that he went to Washington, and Allen's clearly the third string quarterback there now. So like, wouldn't be a bad idea either. Um, another option as well, Ben DiNucci. He was really good with the Cowboys. Uh, he just he's just poorly coached, in my belief. I- Really, yeah, really, good. Patriots, do we, really, okay. really good to stretch. Do we really think the, <laughs> but, the Patriots but let me, will actually let me, not let just me go put with this out, Like, Let me put this out about Danucci, though. When he was needed to be that backup quarterback in that backup quarterback role, the guy did was his job. It was meh. It was rough, but he yeah, did it was, his job. Uh, it wasn't. I don't he know. He was far listen, better listen, than Andy Dalton think, at the Cowboys. I far think we're better. getting lost here. Like, like there's obviously if the Patriots could have a better backup quarterback than Brian Hoyer, it's not a priority. Sure. 
I would love that. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm also not panicking over that because most teams in this situation, most NFL football teams, you're not winning games if your starting quarterback goes down. It's the most important position in sports. And I know what happened with Nick Foles, what, three years ago now? That's such an anomaly. That doesn't happen. They went on a run with Nick Foles. They had an MVP you still, candidate You still need a decent backup quarterback here in a very competitive AFC. But the thing is, too, to, a, 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 it, it won't matter. So no, one, no, one will, no one will do better than Ryan Hoyer because no one actually knows the Patriots' offense. Like, they're all going to come in here and suck because they can't run the offense. That could very well be the case. But we still need a very decent backup quarterback. And right now, we don't have that, and that scares me. We right saw what happened last year. We saw what happened last year. We <laughs> didn't right now like it at all last year. <laughs> As of right now. Right. We we saw what happened last year. We didn't like it at all last year. And when it was needed, we even hated it more last year. This year, if it's going to be needed, the last thing I'm going to want to hear from any of you Patriots fans is, oh, we should have signed a backup quarterback when we had the opportunity. Because all of you guys are now saying, no, it's really not a priority. It needs to be a priority. And there only the simple, the simple reason for that being is because of of what happened with Philadelphia with Carson Wentz and, and Nick Foles. What if you are making a playoff run, and what if your quarterback gets hurt, then you don't have a decent backup quarterback to help you deepen that playoff run? What if you do have a contending Super Bowl team here I, in the I Patriots? just think you give, you I think have you give to backup give quarterbacks too much credit. I'm not, I'm not giving them much credit. I'm giving them exactly the credit that they deserve. They play an essential role, and in this franchise where you're looking to rebuild, you're going to have to have yeah, but, uh, but, a decent but when it comes backup to the quarterback backup, as an option. When it comes to the backup quarterback, how many backup <laughs> quarterbacks – don't name me Nick Foles. It's an anomaly. You don't Backup quarterbacks don't come in and win Super Bowls. They just win a couple more games instead of some other crappy backups. The reason why they value – the, re, the reason why Thomas they value Edward Hoyer, Brady. Well, oh, technically, he, Belichick wanted him to start that year, so – yeah, no, let's I know. I know. And, and let's um, be on. But, let's be honest. We all glorified Tom Brady, but let's not forget that the dude was a backup quarterback for Drew Bledsoe. And if it wasn't for Drew Bledsoe getting hurt, he wouldn't even had a career. Oh no, Bill, no, Bill was making Tom his quarterback. He, that was his happening. his, his mm. career would his career would have started a lot later. A lot, than a lot later. Fans. Yes, that I can what, agree with. Yes. They would have started the next season. Fans wanted. Maybe, maybe, but guys, they, I, they guys, value Brian Hoyer. They value Brian Hoyer. Because he knows the offense and he can show Mac Jones what's going on. That that's literally why he knows he's here. the that's offense. Why he's he chokes here. at making plays. Doesn't mean he's we a saw that he, he needs that's to why teach. He's not, he's, a not he's not hey, playing. Mo, Curly, Larry, you know what you guys need right now? Take a breath and let's make sure that we get our massages like we need them. Fuck it. Second because time. the Couch Guys Sports Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Exo Gun. Actually, no, Quags, you don't do this. Jared, have you ever done a workout and feel like you need a massage right after? Yeah, whenever I'm with Quags at all. Okay, I think that's all three of us. (laughs) If that's the case, you can get the massage without even having to leave your home. Do not let pain and soreness slow you down anymore. Because with Exogun, it revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. It's portable, adjustable, powerful, and trusted by the pros to, to deliver the ultimate in recovery experience. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with our friends at Exogun. For those watching and listening, make sure you pay attention here. This is where you get involved. Get 10% off with the code CGS10 at checkout. That's right, Jared. I don't know if you just saw a ghost or if you're actually reacting, but I like it either way. CGS10, CGS10 at checkout. Come to the charger and carrying case. Go get your Exogun today. Treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice. I mean, look at this thing. This thing is awesome. Love this thing. It's easy. 
turn it on, fix the levels. The radar gun. Put it right on the spot. Hold it to turn it off. Or not. Or not. There we go. Definitely okay, have more of a presence in this podcast than Nick Quadra. Nice. <laughs> so Shout out to Exogun. Shout out to Exogun, our other sponsor, CGS10 at checkout. This is <laughs> Exogun, just to be clear. Exogun. Exogun, great product. I use it con- I use it all the time. I do too. It's awesome. That's the one thing I'll thank you for. Is sending you should that. use it on your head a little more often so it, ha- it helps you thinking. <laughs> it also doesn't make sense. That would literally just give you concussions. <laughs> it's a brain massage, you dink. <laughs> you want me to go inside my cranium? That doesn't even work. You don't even have that. That's just whatever. A cra- again, my, you can see it. It's sitting right here. This <laughs> is a cranium. Did. Buddy, for all we know, that's a spirit of Halloween mask that you've been wearing for your whole freaking life, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. Now we're talking about Al. We don't want to go there. Let's, let's oh, not talk about hey, hey. No, Al, Al's mask is worth $3. Uh, big news today. Uh, my boy, Team Nordeen, Quinn Nordeen makes the roster. Why they do that? Because Nick Folk's not ready yet. It's got to be like, right. Nick Folk's not ready he, yet. Who you got? You need a kicker come week one. Oh, I know, but like, are they gonna? But you have a kick, backup kicker. Kick you don't have a backup quarterback. You don't have a backup kicker. Nick Folk's not on the roster. Nick Folk's not on the roster. Nick Folk will be the kicker at some point. He's got to be. Although, dude, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. This Nordine, kid has a leg. If he actually figures it out. Yeah. <laughs> in the in that first preseason game, was it the first one? He looked good. The first one, he looked good. The second one, not so much. Third one, it looked better. Now, going back to the Cam Newton news, something that I think did play a big factor in this entire situation was the vaccination status of oh, no, Cam Mac Newton. Jones is better at playing football. Position. Besides that, besides the fact that, yeah, Mac actually did, I think Mac did perform better. We talked about the gap before. I thought there was going to have to be more of a gap between Mac and Cam's performance to be able to give Mac this job. Clearly, I was wrong. It didn't have to be. I think Mac did play better than him. But... I didn't think the gap was that massive where they were just going to give Mac the job, but you know, okay. I was wrong, but I think cam's vaccination status uh, did play a role here. I don't so, think it played as major of a role as some people might think uh, I'm reading Ted Johnson's tweet here. Far and away. Biggest reason cam Newton was cut today is because he was unvaccinated. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that, but I do think that five day absence did play a key role in the reason why. Cam well, okay, well, yeah, because it's the inconsistencies, right? Like we all know that Mac, Mac Jones won the job that those couple of days that Cam wasn't there, right? He got all the reps. He looked great in all those practices. And in the preseason game, he also looked good. But at the same time, if you're Cam, Cam Newton, if you're in the Patriots, like he's unvaccinated. So that means he's not trustworthy. He could be there all you want, but then he could be close contact with somebody. And because he's not vaccinated, he's not going to be there for three or four days. That's what a happens big that deal. Ends up being, what happens if that ends up being Sunday? Right then, your QB one, who you think is the best quarterback, is missing a game. So, look, I think they would have figured it out if they didn't care. They clearly thought Mac Jones won the job. They think he's the best quarterback there. They wouldn't have just named the guy the quarterback because they, they're sick of Cam Newton's vaccination status. Like, they would have figured it out if, they, if Mac Jones wasn't ready. They clearly believe Mac Jones was ready, but the vaccination status 100% made them feel better about. Okay, well, he's not really reliable anyway, and Mac Jones actually won the job. All right, let's just make Mac Jones the starter, and we'll go from there. But see, I, I disagree with you, though. I don't, I, I'm almost on the same side as Nick. 
I don't think that vaccination status played as much of a role as everybody <laughs> thinks that it does. Don't you because, fucking dare agree with me. Because, <laughs> I, and, and this is unfortunate for me. This is a massive L. And, and I'm having to take it straight in the face, having to agree <laughs> with you. But I can take it because I'm built differently. And because I'm built you're, than, because than you're right, Nick. Say it, Diego. You're right, Nick. Oh, that's not coming out of my mouth anytime soon. Wait, what? But, Wait, Brian right about something? No, but, right. but, but, but so here, <laughs> they're so agreeing. Here's the, so here's Listen, the you, thing. I don't, I'm taking L's, but like, where, where did I react wrong? In everything. In everything. <laughs> Diego, just, Diego, Diego, just keep going. So vague, they don't even Buddy, you didn't even have, you didn't even have a leg to stand on on the backup quarterback argument. Don't try to make me squash you again, please. Yes, I'm I don't. Weird uh, shit. <laughs> I don't even want to take you to purgatory. I don't even want to take you to purgatory. I want to give your beautiful wife a chance to bury you. Oh my god. But anyways, oh my so god. You so just he's about killing me. So here, so what is the, this? This is a the, the, G, the GQ pod coming to a Couch Guy Sports Network. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I I don't think the vaccination like status really. I don't think the vaccination status really played as much of a role as everybody thinks it does. Because if we're really wondering about why Cam Newton isn't vaccinated and whatnot, then we should be wondering the same exact thing about Mac Jones, somebody who decided not to answer about his vaccination status. I yeah, think he's not wearing a mask. He's vaccinated. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I think and he's players, not missing time. And he's I doing what he's players, supposed to be doing. I think players yes, right now at that at, at that point where they don't want to share the vaccination status, that's completely fine with them because you know what? Unfortunately, there is a rule called HIPAA. And if they don't want to share if they're vaccinated or not with the media, no, but, that's, but they want that's to share not, it with the team, that's completely different. That's not but the I point. What I will say is that definitely HIPAA works. Uh, yes, it is. It's it's doctor-client privilege. That's all HIPAA. We're not getting not into really. HIPAA right now. We're not going not into really. HIPAA. Not that's really. Good. And if you're reading it just like that, then you got to completely twist it. But here's the thing. I think that that five-day missing gap that he had because of that doctor Can I raise appointment. My hand on here? No, you can't. You can't. Please Skype. don't, because it will be kept down. Anyways, I'm the teacher now. I'm. Speaking. You can't even do that. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But anyways. I'm just gonna jump off this episode at some point because we're gonna keep going and I'm yeah, gonna have bedtime. <laughs> Listen, I think I think the five day thing definitely played a, a huge role in in this decision. I think it just showed us irresponsible to to Bill Belichick, and it really pissed off the organization. Because of him going to outside of uh, outside of the state, I'm vaccinated. Really risking himself and risking the rest of the organization. It it really just played out more to this is a risky move of you that you shouldn't have done, and you're risking the rest of this team from having a successful season and starting off in the wrong note. I think so, that's what really was more of the behavior. I don't think so much of the vaccination status because there are players in the Patriots organization who have not come out publicly about being vaccinated or not. It's not that the status I don't think itself. Role. It's, it's more the fact that he's the quarterback. He, he would have been quarterback <laughs> one, right, if he made the team and played. And he there was a chance that he wouldn't have been there because of that. It's not the fact that you're not vaccinated, I don't want you. It's the okay. risk of, okay, you're not vaccinated, yeah. and you just missed it, five days because you didn't be careful, and I think, you didn't get I think tested that, by the right people. I think that definitely so now I don't want to risk role. it. Because yeah, if they think they have a legitimate team and want to make a shot, then, like, why are you going to risk If you think Mac and Cameron are close, like, why are you going to risk that? I mean, there are there are a plethora as well of reports as well indicating that additional details are behind this decision. But to be quite honest with you, reports are just reports until made official. And at this point, I'm not 
ready to defend any of those reports. I I really think that like both of you guys said, I think that that five day period that he missed definitely bit him in the ass and hence the decision today. I don't think we were all expecting for Kenyon to be released though. I don't yeah. think no. anybody was and here saying, oh, Kenyon is getting released. I have something and Diego, to say. Di- let me ask him a quick question and then you can say what you got to say. This will be quick. Diego, let me ask you this. Sure. <laughs> I think your mic just went out. No, it, no, it was Qualia being a dick. He's getting, wow. he's, he's, he's just upset because I put him in timeout before recording started. So he's just, you know, he's like the eight year old at recess that can't handle his ball. Take- just fetch him a cookie. He's good at, he's good at begging like a dog. <laughs> so let me ask you this really quick. Would you rather have 16 weeks of Mac Jones knowing that he's going to start every single week? Or would you rather have, say, nine weeks of Cam and then seven weeks you're uncertain so you can't really prepare? Which would you rather have? I think I, I think six week, 16 weeks, knowing of Mac Jones starting, okay. is good because it brings it brings consistency to the team, which is right. heavily needed. Okay, um, so then a part of that question also then is, uh, do you think they cut him because they didn't want – I heard this. I don't believe this any at all. But, like, they cut Cam because they didn't want the distraction to Mac Jones because he's too big of a personality and they wouldn't have wanted Cam as a backup. I mean, I mean, Cam is a dominant personality anyways in, in the locker room. So if that's the case, then teams like Washington football team and Carolina Panthers should be the last ones to look at, at Cam Newton making a reunion with either Ron Rivera or the Carolina Panthers organization, period. Well, he's, uh, not, he's not, he's not going to go to Washington. Ron Rivera's made it known that he needs his players to be vaccinated because the guy's battling cancer right now. Yeah, he desperately It's going to be like, it's going to be think, Houston. I'm telling you, Houston's coming calling. I think, I think honestly, it just came down to okay, Cam, Cam already tried here 14 months. Things didn't work out as well. It's time to look somewhere else. And because he was going to get the backup quarterback job, it all came down to Cam being like, no, let me explore free agency and see what I can do, see where I can land somewhere else. I think that's what it came down to. I think, and, and just to just this is what I was trying to say this whole time. We know who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated, because even if they're not saying anything, if you're wearing a mask, you're not you're not vaccinated. If you're not wearing a mask, you're you're vaccinated. And the thing with people being with the players being vaccinated, specifically the quarterback position, is and we can wrap up the show here. I I don't really have too much more going with this, but the thing with being vaccinated is you don't have to be tested every day. You do not have to be tested every day like. Cam Newton has to be tested every day because of his vaccination status. And look, I, I love Cam Newton. Cam Newton was fun as hell to be here. And thank you for your time here. Like he was, he was, he saved us. He saved us last year from a Jared Stidham year, which apparently was not going to work out nearly as well as some of us had hoped. Uh, And he, I mean, he was fun to watch. He was fun to have in the media and he was a serviceable player while he was here, but he's just not the guy for the long term. And you have the guy for the long term. And I think that's what it comes down to. I think I think Mac just fits the system better, and you know. Thanks for coming, Cam. Thanks for keeping us entertained, and thanks for playing some some good football when you played some good football. I'll think about that Seattle Seahawks game for a while. That was a fun game to watch. You know, and it ended very unfortunately, but it was a fun game to watch, and honestly, probably his best performance as a New England Patriot. And the Miami the Miami game and the Vegas games were good too. It was right before he got COVID, and then mm-hmm. after he got COVID, everything went downhill. But Shout out to Cam Newton for basically taking a bullet for the Patriots last year. Didn't have a lot to work with. So I really do hope that he does well in another uniform. I really do. Yeah, I, 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 wanna, hope, I, I, hope, he lands, I hope he lands somewhere because he's still 
I mean, he's still got a future to go. He's he's clearly improved this year, even during training camp. He's improved massively from where he was last year. Uh, even last year with the with the Patriots, no preseason, nothing to to come back on. He still performed as he needed to perform. Uh, he did a great job in that transitional role, helping us transition from Tom Brady to now a Mac Jones era. Um, if anything, like like both of you guys said, if anything, it's more of a Massive thank you to Cam Newton, but also a lot of respect too, because uh, it's not easy to come into an organization with high demands and high hopes, uh, hoping that you can make, hoping that you can make lemonade work out of just plain water um, and nothing else. Like literally, you, you, you just that hoping would be, to, that would be impressive. You know, you, you were literally hoping that this team was going to make a deep run in the playoffs when that was never even in the, in the cards at all. I mean, the kill Harry no, couldn't catch the ball at all. Jacoby Myers was still in, in that growth mode. Uh, Demir Bird was the only option. Other than that, who else did you have? You didn't have anything. And when he needed to make the plays to really make the, the, the touchdown plays be made and, and help us win some games, uh, he cost us some that – should have been one. I can't disagree with that at all. A lot of fumbles that um, could have been avoided for sure. Uh, but when the guy needed to make a play and, and needed to be a playmaker, he was that. Uh, and if there's anything to to say to Kim Newton is congratulations on, on literally adjusting on the on the snap of a finger to a complete different game book than what he's used to. Complete different game book. Oh man, I'm argued out. <sighs> What a time. What a time. You got, you literally got the performance stamina of a camel. You can't call yourself Italians. And Stallions are Stallions. <laughs> they're, they're not stallions. all, not they, all of us, let me tell they, you. They last the whole freaking time. You got the, yeah, you got the performance of, of easily a snail. snail. Listen, snails have survived on this earth for a pretty long time. That's yeah, but they, but they die the minute that things dry out. Yeah, just just stay wet. Just stay wet, snails. That's my All advice for snails. All right. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode 222 in the books. Diego Gal. <laughs> Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode 222 in the <laughs> books. <laughs> Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, uh, Al Nahigian, and Jared's Diego Galvis. Here, you moron. Yeah, he was here, though. I'm just, yeah, I'm just not going to discredit him for the show. A, you're such an idiot. I'm just not going to discredit you. Yeah, you're so okay. Just finish this. Oh, dude, that's what that that's this entire show was. You guys just just saying that I either lost an argument or saying that I'm an idiot for something that I said, which neither is true. Both were no, both were true. Dude, you got roasted faster than peanuts at a, at a freaking baseball game. Not like, when do you let, have roasted peanuts at a baseball game? That, okay, no, you know, no, that's dumb on your part. That was dumb, and you know it. You get peanuts at a baseball game all the time. You know that. Roast oh, my it. God. You're Nick, not. Okay. Nick, you need a nap. You I'm, need a nap. I'm honing in on the word roasted, you buffoons. You guys, oh, my God. Listen, goodness. you stugats. Okay? I'm going to speak to oh, you. Oh, weird. I'm oh, gonna so we're just going to ignore Italian, that okay? part, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm going to speak to you in Italian. Oh, roasted so we're just going to ignore that part, huh? Game, buddy. Okay. Peanuts, regular peanuts. There the we go. That That's you, all I was saying. The That's fact that you were saying, saying. peanuts weren't at oh, a game. Man. Just, oh, goodness. Oh, oh man, buddy. See you oh, next buddy. week, everybody. You won't see Quack. Buddy, we'll save, see you save, next week. Save your career as a as a website owner. All right? Just, just end it. Just Goodbye. save your career. Oh, wait. Shit. <laughs>